What's up, guys? I'm Jose Saravia, and you're listening to Eden's Cheeseburger. This is the Real Madrid podcast, and he's back for another week. Mr. Alex Calderon, how are you, sir? I'm back. I'm good. Uh, you know, just 8-0 and o this season. So, you can't complain. Can't complain about much. Perfecto. Yep. But, you know, still not the number one team. That's still Barcelona. How dare you suggest otherwise? <laughs> Yeah. How dare you question their unparalleled authority, scoring goals and offsides and getting red cards forgiven. I digress. We are still perfect in La Liga, in the champions, in all things. All things are perfect. We're just coming off of a wonderful, wonderful uh, win in El Derby Madrileño. We win two to one at, uh, what is this thing called now? The Wanda? The, the Wanda. The Wanda. I, was gonna, I was about to say the Calderon. The, the. It's been some, it's been a whole lot going on, right? We've had That's- like... All of the drama surrounding Vinicius, all of, you know, obviously the games. We had the Leipzig game since we've last uh, spoke. That's right, we had that game. Spoken? Spock? Spoke? Spoke. (laughs) Since we've last spoken? We went from like, hey. Why does that sound weird? Yeah, uh, English, dude, English. <laughs> we, uh, we went English from, is too hard. Yeah. It's too hard. I don't, I don't, I don't speak English. My English, English comes from English in barreras. English um, in barreras. Uh, dude, we went Please, from, pero from, se pronuncia, please. <laughs> Please, yeah. Remember that? <laughs> um, we went from having Hazard being a... Uh, uh, who? Uh, Hassan being a <laughs> starter to uh, to now a completely uh, who for reals, completely <laughs> forgotten. Who, like who? Ne- who the hell is that? I don't even know if he's gonna ever play again. <laughs> <laughs> he's done basically. <laughs> I mean, just retire, bro. Just yeah. retire, Eden. Good lord. Yeah. This happen. guy, man. Uh, it's it's basically over. Uh, uh, we had we've had so much happening, bro. Like uh, I guess we can just get into it because we okay. So we basically had two games since we last. Uh, talked. We had yeah. Aleti and then we had the Leipzig game. We'll get to the Leipzig game because there's a couple of storylines there we want to talk about. But I mean, like the main thing we got to touch is all of this drama around Vinicius, right? And then all the things have been said, all of the claims, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, right? So let's 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 talk about this real quick. So uh, I'll just to give a little bit of backstory. We have all of this is kind of like still continuing on from the controversy around Vinny and his like mainly his style of play but yeah it's his dancing right it's his dancing around especially the uh the Mallorca game which I don't think we talked that much about in the last podcast but really the Mallorca game uh from last podcast was really continuation from my from Mallorca last season like if you remember that game that last season game which we don't think we made that link in the podcast, but man, like it was, it was really continuous because, because, because that game was nuts. Last season at Mallorca was a crazy game where a lot of this is kind of like carried over from, right? Me, so, yeah. so we had the home game for Mallorca. We had all that controversy, uh, Javier Aguirre, all that crap, you know, Mafeo and all this stuff. And so there's all this controversy coming into this game. Uh, I think the first thing to call out with this was, was the interview with Coque, right? You, you saw this. Right, the yeah, Coke's Not statements, Coke right? Andrews, that that his little press conference is crap. Yeah, Coke about Vinicius. If he celebrates, okay, translated into English, he basically said, if he celebrates like that at the Wanda, there would be trouble. You know, like insinuating that there's going to be uh, fights, there's going to be, you know, um, 
you know, kicking fouls and all that stuff. And that's basically what happened, right? There was all kinds of controversy coming into this game. I mean, the the point I was making earlier was like, this is so irresponsible of like a a captain of another professional team to come and say something like this, right? Because like, not only are you incentivizing your team to, you know, be that borderline, uh, you know, ultra. Great. I mean, I'd let the already plays like that as it is. Mm-hmm. And so now you like are incentivizing your team to be, go in even harder. Uh, and then not to, not to mention like you're riling up your own fan base. And, and we saw that, right. We'll get, we'll get into some of those things with the, I'd let the fan base, but it's been crazy. What's been happening. Even, um, even the, the cheating Gito guy, like he, yes, he, part of me wants to believe he, he didn't come from a place of race. Because I got his reference. He was talking about those dancing monkeys. But, bro, do not bring up monkeys when you're talking about clearly dark-skinned players. Like, come on. Horrible analogy to choose. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, um, yeah, that brings me to, the, to this point. Yeah, let me, let, me, let me set this up. So, like, what happens here is we have a guy, Pedro Bravo, who apparently is like this uh, super agent or something in Spain. And yeah. so he goes on this really popular show in Spain, El Chiringuito, we talk about it all the time. He says... Uh, I remember he was talking to Roncero, who was like the, the yeah, big yeah. Madrid guy. And he's saying, um, he's saying that Vinicius doing this dancing and doing all the showboating uh, is in Spanish. The Spanish, the phrase is um, jugar al mono or something like that. Right. Uh-huh. Which, which, okay. So like that by itself, like translated like word for word means play like a monkey, monkey. or play as a monkey. Play the monkey. Uh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like, so, Okay, this and this was caught on really quickly by like Roncero and Pedro. They kind of shut that down real quick. Instantly. Yeah, and so and then um, th- this caused a massive scandal because uh-huh. everybody came out after this. Even Pele what? himself, well, like, did you see this? Pele on Instagram yeah. came out and was was defending Vinny. Raf- it was also significant that like Rafinha, a Barcelona player, even came out in defense of Billy. And then there was uh, a Vinny, and then there was all of this like uh, hashtag by Lavini, and then this this thing became very very like heated, where everyone's talking about like, dude, you gotta you know uh, fight against. The- well, not not really that, but everyone was just kind of encouraging Vinny to just um, you know buy Lavini on all this stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, since then, I know that like yesterday, Pedro came out and 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 said that he didn't mean it in a racist way. Like this is something that's uh, apparently a, a thing that's said in Spain, but it's not meant in a racist way. Which, which I, fine, like I'll, I'll I can take that explanation, but yeah, but it's like you said earlier, like you know you you can't really Horrible say something analogy. like this. Yeah, a terrible analogy, terrible thing to say. It's easy for anyone to hear that and think that's pretty racist. Because when I heard it, I was like, yeah, that's pretty racist. And, Even Roncero stopped him right yeah. then and there, you know. And it doesn't help that like what was clipped and shipped to the masses was right into the point where he says that like it, it stops, especially on Twitter. I saw a couple of TikToks where it ends right when he says Juando al mono. And then it, it cuts there and it's like, dude, clearly if you could extend that clip, they all get on him. Like right after he says that. Um, yeah. 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 I think they shut him down was like, you got to pay respect. And he apologizes right instantly, but it's like, he said it, you know, already heated yeah. up and you, you said it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I th- obviously, I think, like, you know, best case scenario, right? This guy didn't mean for it to be racist. Uh, you you kind of see this a lot with old folks. Like, like I, I sent you a video about this the other day, right? Uh, this was funny. The the the, the Espanol game, we uh, were at uh, the Espanol Stadium. I don't remember what it's called. And we were playing away. We, we won that game, right? But yeah. I was watching that live uh, transmission from El Chiringuito. And I don't know if you, if you saw this, right? The, um, this guy, Jorge de Alessandro, he's over here saying, um, 
he's he's talking about how like Real Madrid because there was a moment where they were like suffering in, in midfield and they kind of were getting outrun. And so uh, Jorge Alessandro is like, uh, he's like, oh, you know, he's trying to make the point that they need more players in the midfield. They need to kind of like gather more players in the midfield. So he says, I can poner un negro, un negro ahí, un negro. <laughs> And everyone stops for a second, and then the main guy who's running it, he's like, oh, just to clarify, we're talking about Real Madrid because they were wearing the black, black shirts. Dress, yeah, yeah. He didn't mean, like, a black player. <laughs> but, like, the way he sounded, like, the way he made it sound, again, we had, like, Tamavinga and yeah. Chameni in the team, so it, it sounded like he was right, saying, right. he's like, oh, negro, oh, negro. And it's like, uh... Yeah, yeah, it does not help at all. No. Yeah. So, like, these, I feel like, I'm just saying, the point I'm making is, like, these older folks from older generations, they have trouble kind of navigating the waters around, like, okay, guys, these are things that were acceptable to say before. Not really acceptable to say anymore because, you know, people will lose it. So, um, yeah. anyway, that was the whole thing with Pedro Bravo. Uh, and, and then, I, like, I heard that he got fired after that. Did he? That's what I heard. Like, I heard that he got dropped from El Chiringuito. There's a bunch of, like, you know, whatever, TikToks or memes oh, or in YouTubes that you see that he, yeah. he apparently got, like, despedido, right? The Pedro just let him go. Yeah, Pedro has left a lot of guys. I would be surprised if this guy comes back, too. He's already, yeah. like, a hit or missed. Yeah, uh, I don't think he was a very good contributor anyway, anyways, yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, sure. this guy, yeah, I don't know if he'll come back, yeah, after that. I don't know if you can kind of come back from that. But, uh, yeah, all of that said, you know, again, this was really bad. Again, it got a massive, massive response from, like, social media. Mike Pelez, you know. Like writing back at you, like it yeah, she didn't get no apologize. See, it's insane to see if you, you looked up the hashtag by Lavini. Uh, it, it was like a crazy amount of players were just behind him, saying like telling him to dance, and yeah. it, even uh, uh, Barca players were like, "Yeah, dance." Yeah, yeah, Rafinha had it. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was insane. It was pretty cool. Um, uh, even and, even the club made a statement. You know, like those comunicado oficial. Oh, yeah. Those the club made that one, right? They made an official statement saying they're gonna condone it. And you know what, dude? La Liga took forever to do anything, too, especially after what happened in the game, right? I'm sure you're gonna get into that, right? Before the game. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's the next thing I was gonna come to, right? Because even after all that, even after all of this uh, drama that unfolded, like before the game. Then there was video that surfaced of literally Atletico fans chanting, uh, uh, eres un mono, Vini, eres un mono, yeah. which is basically saying, you're a monkey, Vinicius, you're a monkey, which is like it's horrific, insane. bro. Like it's completely unacceptable. And, and you, you told me today, right, that, uh, like La Liga had, had, uh, filed a complaint against That's their the show, fans. Yeah. They need to play like five games with no, with no stadium, with no, uh, you know, public at home with no fans. Cause that's ridiculous, bro. Yeah. That's, that's unacceptable, completely unacceptable. But uh, this is like one of those things where La Liga plays super favorite to specific special specific teams. Like uh, I don't think it's gonna happen because it, it, this is not the first time Atletico has been racist, has been controversial with the, the stands, their fans, and Atletico doesn't do anything to like stop them. So uh, therefore, like they just pay the fines and they don't carry that over with. You guys can't buy tickets anymore. Like, remember Madrid, Florentino kicked out the the ultras, took their seats, their yeah, season right. tickets, just took them and said, nah, okay, you guys can't, you, you need to earn these again because you're not representing the team. And that's something Atletico won't do, you know? They don't realize that this looks bad on you as a team. I know it's your fans, but ultimately it's your stadium, it's your crowd, and, and you're letting people in 
being racist and starting these chances is on you as a team. You know, I can understand being heated at Vinicius for um, for what you think is showboating, but there, there's still no excuse for that. Yeah. And like the videos that, that have surfaced, like it's not like one or two, bro. It's like the whole yeah, crowd that's whole in section. that like section is and it, it's like outside of the stadium, right? Probably it's like not inside like where the field is at, but like yeah. in like the kind of like the entryway to like the the the. Yeah. The stands and all that, and bro, there's there's a lot of people chanting, it, bro, and it's 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 just on, it's just so nasty, bro. It's just come on, man. Like you think that we're like past this kind of thing, man, and, and it's just yeah. you see this. It's kind of dis- it's disappointing. It's disheartening too because it's like yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I don't know that they're actually going to do anything. And to be fair, again, again, to be fair to Atletico fans, I mean, this is this is the few that started it, and then everyone gets into it, and they all kind of you know, get carried away and start this kind of chant, but this is completely unacceptable. They, they really should be punished with, a, I don't know, five to 10 games where there's no crowd. There's no home crowd because it's no. ridiculous, bro. Like this, this can't happen. This is yeah. um, completely unacceptable in the year 2022 yeah. that we're having this kind of thing. It's, it's unacceptable, bro. Not to mention like, uh, hello, you have black players on your team. Like, yeah. uh, well, how does Kondogbia feel, feel like hearing yeah. that stuff? Like how do, how do these guys feel about that? Like, come on, man. Like exactly. this is unacceptable. And, and you know what? Like La Liga should be, more more hard like look it's not my team so yeah go 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 hang on these people but yeah Koke like I said dude like he came in so heated he should retroactively get at least another yellow thrown in there cause he dude he came in I have no idea how this guy didn't get a red card in this game and then Saul is another one that's just a dirty player like all all, the, all of them just came in heated they just came to try to A injure the play uh, Madrid or like I, like they gave up before they even started playing the game they knew they weren't gonna win so they're like we're just gonna threaten them we're just gonna and be bullies and you know they're, they're a garbage team the Reynildo one was the worst one bro the Reynildo on uh, on uh, a slide tackle on Rodrigo Rodrigo yeah oh the Rodrigo yeah it was a slide it was like a planchazo right where yeah. he comes in with studs showing into the back of uh, Rodrigo's leg if he has his leg planted he'll split his leg right in half bro it's just it was just he, disgusting that, yeah. and then he didn't get a I don't think he even got a yell Lucky. for that bro it was it was, it was just, yeah. just Disgusting. Uh, there's even one I was watching yesterday after the game. We, I watched the game with my dad yesterday, and, and we were watching it. And then right there's a Morata slide tackle that he's going for the ball with Courtois, but bro, he comes in with his cleat up too, and it's like you know you miss. Obviously, he wasn't trying to hit Courtois, but it's like that's dangerous. You should never slide tackle with your cleat up at all. Like period, there shouldn't be a reason for you to do that other than to injure something. Yeah, yeah, dude. The, the the planchazos, bro, are, are ridiculous, bro. And then you had, obviously, we have, uh, what's his name, Mario Hermoso, who actually got the red card. Out of everything, he's the one who got the red card after the most stupid, uh, the most stupid uh, hey, little encounter yeah. with Danny he, Ceballos, who's a legend. Clearly Chuck slammed him. Clearly Chuck slammed Ceballos. <laughs> okay, so like, okay, after all of that drama and stuff, and then, yeah. uh, to, uh, sorry, to go, I want to make a point on that, because you're right about Koke. Like, again, a lot of this starts with him. Like, if you're the captain of the club, yeah. you know, also kind of, in a sense, you're, you know, you're you're leading the club, the the fan base, and you, you can't say like this. You got to try to bring the heat down because, you know, like, it's unfortunate. And then here we are, like, you know, we're however long into this podcast, and we still haven't really talked about you know, the football, the the, the yeah. actual game. Like we're talking about it's all this drama and stuff. 
which sucks, man. Like th- this is not like what we want to actually talk about. We want to talk about the game. We want to talk about how Real Madrid just destroyed these guys because they did. They just destroyed yeah. them on the field. They were never in danger except for like you know a few nervy minutes where they scored their goal off a complete fluke. The uh, Mario Hermoso goal well, was a complete joke. Like he he like tucked his head down. It hits him in the shoulder and the ball goes in. And then yeah. all of a sudden, where uh, you have so Sibeon on the sidelines going crazy and trying to bring his fan base up. Um, there's a lot to talk about in the game. Let's get into that, man. I just I love the fact that that uh, Ancelotti uh, sort of played an Atletico like there was like he was Atletico like Simeone's best teams. That's literally what it's it felt like, right? It's like, hey, let's let's let you play, let's let's let you let's defend, and then let's take our opportunities. I loved it. Yeah, there's a lot of talk about that. Like, like there's a lot of talk about like Romero defending, but then also, uh, the, I think the team is is more dynamic than people give him credit for because, uh, like for the for the first goal, like let's remember Gosh, it was the Rodrigo goal, one two with Chomini, the Chomini over the top, La Pica right. He has a little, uh, uh, like pass over the top. Yeah. Uh, Felipe misses the clearance, and then Rodrigo with one quick bounce, and then bam into the goal. Beautiful goal. That uh, there's a there's a like a screen frame going around to that goal. Where um, in that in that goal we have like four or five Real Madrid players in their half, and then eight players behind the ball from Atletico Madrid. Yeah. So like you know for all it's, the talk about like oh we're playing on the counter, well they're also obviously doing their same thing, right? Yeah. And. Uh, it, uh, that goal was so beautiful. I loved, I loved it. Uh, it's the the Tuamini was. It, it's it's one of those goals. Where it's like, what do you like more, the the assist or the goal? Because the <laughs> pass was just beautiful. Yeah, it, it's just beautiful. Tuamini again from the player who's like supposed to be the the Ooh. defensive midfielder. This guy with the beautiful ball into Rodrigo and Rodrigo. Man. Oh, that's it. Rodrigo. He, he has he is he's he's not put off by anything because no. like he, no, he he's always ready to finish. It's mm-hmm. the same thing with the uh with the goal against Man City, the header right. Asensio mm-hmm. hits, touch the touches the ball. Rodrigo's still there, ready to finish. Uh, you know, any other forward would have expected Felipe to make that clearance, that flip clearance that he misses. Yeah, but Rodrigo doesn't. Rodrigo expects the guy to miss, yep. and then he goes and finishes perfectly. Mm-hmm. Bro, such a beautiful goal. And let's not forget the the touch Benicio gives Schwamini. Schwamini one time lobs it over defenders and Rodrigo one times it in so it's just two exactly. touches it's insane right off the bounce it's crazy yeah. Ooh, Schwamini is a hundred percent the best investment Madrid could have made this summer a hundred percent screw Mbappe this this guy clearly man he he was worth it this kid is legit bro he's getting better every game he's getting better yeah. every game and he's like more and more mature he's he's um people have been making the point and I think it's true like like not only is he uh, like really good on the ball and really sure defensively, but he's so physical. He runs so much. So he's he's much more oh, mobile dude. than Casemiro, and yeah. so it makes it. If you have a guy like him on the field, and you have a guy like Fede Valverde on the field, Modric and Kroos, they can just they can play another five years if yeah. they wanted to. Like these guys are just they have they have mm-hmm. even less defensive work to do because Chouameni and and Valverde cover so much ground. These guys yeah. run like hell. And uh, again, like Modric and Kroos can just play, and that's exactly what yeah. they do, man. Like Modric was just c- pulling the it, strings. Tony Kroos is just getting them out of pressure every single time. Dude, he's so calm on the ball. This yep. team, oh, God, I love this team. Veteranos y noveles, bro. That's exactly what this team perfect, is, bro. Yep. It's a perfect, perfect, perfect blend of young and old. You know, mm-hmm. you know, new guys and veterans. Just exactly. it's just beautiful to watch. Love it. Dude. 
loving life right now. And, and I, I'm, I want to say, I think uh, it seems from right now that Schwamini is a stronger defender than Casemiro was. And at least he's starting to seem like he might be. And I think he is way more creative with the ball when it comes to passes. Because some of these passes this guy be doing, it's like insane, dude. Just crazy. And I... As much as I love Casemiro, I, I never saw that from him. You know, he was just the straight flair that was good and solid. But this guy is doing some some crazy stuff that just makes you your jaw drop. You know, I love Casemiro. I will never, I will never, never. talk ill of Casemiro. But I will, I will say, if you know, if we made this decision to let Casemiro go, and then because we have Tromini and and how good he is. This is just a masterstroke, bro. It's just a masterclass in, in transfer well, business, in the transfer market. It's just, um, whoever's running, like Florentino. Let, let oh, man. Yeah. Oh, bro. Just bravo. Bravo. Because Casemiro, Casemiro, as we said, is, I was telling you before we yeah. went on, like, Casemiro played the second half uh, for Man United against Sheriff in the Europa League, yeah. which is a step down, <laughs> which is, a, anyway. It's still um, Europe, This I guess. guy did not look, <laughs> yeah, he just did not look no, good, bro. He no. just didn't, he looked slow. He looks like uh -huh. not really aware. He's like coming late to everything. And and when you see him now and you see Chamonix, what we have uh, here, it's just like, uh, is anyone really missing Casemiro right now? And it's like you said, it's a masterclass so. in, in the transfer fees, dude. Because we didn't pay much for Casemiro at all. I mean, he comes from our from the Cantela, right? I mean, we technically bought him back from wherever he yeah, was. Yeah, he came, he came young from Sao Paulo. And then he, yeah, he was here. And then he went to Porto for a while, for like a season, and then yeah. came back. But, dude, it's like you, you then sell him for 70 million. Let's not forget, we sold him for 70 million. At that age, after he's given us five champions, I'm fine with that. I'm good with it. Dude, I'm good. We'll take Schwamini and get another five. And then sell him to Manu in like 10 years for another 70. <laughs> Florentino. Florentino, bro. I'm telling you. Florentino. Yeah. Florentino, we should just abolish all all governments and just it's make Florentino <laughs> president of the yeah, world. Would, everything world. would be better. Right. Just president <laughs> yep. of the world. Yep. This there this man go. is a genius. All right, so that was that was the first goal, and then um, we had the second goal come in uh, after a Vinicius run, which I want to talk about Vinicius in the game because we yeah. talked a lot about like pregame Vinny. I want to talk about like dirt, like in-game Vinny. But okay, Vinny, Vinny was heated this game, bro. Obviously, he came with a little, uh, you know, he was with a little chip on his shoulder. He wanted, he had something to prove. Yeah. And this goal was a good example of it because I think he he really drove at the defense. He really went at him one on one, even like harder than you would expect. And he almost got the goal, hits the post. It bounces nicely for Fede Valverde, but he still had a lot to do because he still had defenders in his way. Fede Valverde smashes it into like the top, like in the like the left corner of the yeah. goal. Fede, uh, smashes it. Fede comes from out of nowhere. No one no one He's not in even that, in the frame. Yeah. No one in the Atletico bent, like line even saw him coming in. It's just He's not in the frame, yeah. Tap. For most of the that like that on the transmission, he's not yeah. in the frame until like the very end yeah. when the ball appears. Uh, oh, a shout out to to the one two with uh, Luka Modric. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Chef's kiss. You can't see me on the podcast, listener, but I'm chef's kissing. Yeah, Mwah. Mwah. It's like you said, man. Modric doesn't have to do much. The last season, he was defending like crazy, and you know, with the Schwamani there in the middle, he doesn't. He really doesn't have to do much. He's still defending. Everyone defended this week. I was impressed. Even late, late in the game, there's a there's a play where uh, like uh, Atletico is like balls deep in, in our field, right? And 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 they're attacking, <laughs> and there's a clearance. 
There's a clearance, and that ball is clearly going nowhere. And Fede somehow makes it and almost touches it and keeps it in. And it's like, dude, he crossed the entire field before the Atletico defenders even got to the ball, which is insane. His speed and his stamina, dude. It's, it's unreal. It's, he, it's like he has like four lungs. It's yeah. unbelievable how much this kid runs. Um, he was affected, obviously. You could see it. And then this guy, Haynildu, who should not have been on the field. This guy, did you? So in the second half, he had that big tackle on Fede Valverde mm-hmm. with the knee. He leaves the knee Which, in. Fede, he kind of wasn't running the same after that, and it looked like he was going to come off, but he ended up staying the, the yeah. game. I followed um, Fede's wife uh, on Instagram, and she posted a, a picture of his, his uh, jersey and his uh, shorts is covered in blood. She's like, this is what my man has to deal with um, from post. That's uh, what's her name? Mina Bonina, something right? Like yeah, like Mina Bonina. She's all right, isn't she? Fede, she, she Fede is, ain't doing so bad in life. Fede ain't doing too bad in his life, isn't he? Uh, yeah, he's he's doing all right. Um, he's such a troll. She's such a troll. I love it. I want to talk about Fede, the biggest troll in, in, in our squad right now. <laughs> I always go back to this guy. His uh, his Remember his little... He, he tried to do his little English uh, Merry Christmas and oh, Happy yeah. New Year. Starting from that. You know, he did it, he did it uh, the, this year again. So he, this is like the second time they do it and he still can't do it, right? He's like, Merry Christmas and Happy, <laughs> happy New Year. And they just start laughing. <laughs> <laughs> legend yeah he, legend he needs bro. some ingles in barreras yeah he does bro he needs <laughs> ingles barreras see if he was like on it like like us bro because i remember that one too yeah that's right because <laughs> pero se pronuncia because <laughs> 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 all right but savage goal though bro yeah, savage goal for the valverde he just busts a gut to get there yeah um from there, bro, I just felt dude, it was just like the Real Madrid show from there on. Like it Tony Cross and like there's moments where like Tony Cross mm-hmm. and, and Luca Modric, they would just get on the ball. You, you just would never see it again. The Atleti would just never see it. It was just it was a training exercise event. Bop, 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 all over again. Just a masterclass in control. We we were not really in danger really until we kind of maybe let it go a little bit, maybe got cocky, and then they had that their one goal of what was it like 79th minute or something? A complete fluke. Like a complete, yeah. complete no, no. fluke. Total fluke. The guy didn't even know he had scored the goal to the point. And also, just to let you know, that goal was technically a a, a Militao goal. Cause because Militao takes that ball away from the hands of Courtois. Courtois, and, that's right. From the, the, punch, sh- that's the right. back of uh, it's not even a shoulder, it's the back. Uh, he completely, bro, Hermoso compl- completely missed the header. Like, completely miscalculated. He jumped a foot and a half over the ball. Yeah, he, he really did. Though. He, like, <laughs> swung his head way early. And on the back, like, on his way down from heading it, it hit his back. And it went in somehow. Ugh, it's insane. But yeah, Mario Hermoso's Mario Hermoso. We gotta talk about this guy. This guy comes in to come. He's a perfect example of like, okay, this is you're way too wired for this game, bro. This way, guy way comes in wired. and he's he's going crazy. He That's scores right. this goal. He comes in for Carrasco. Huh? Remember, That's he comes in late. Shit. Yeah, for Carrasco, which is ridiculous. Like, if you need to win the game, Cholo Simeone, this guy takes out an attacker. Uh, you're first, one of your best attackers. The first person he takes out, takes out is Joao Felix, which is like what the hell, like. I don't understand he why he doesn't trash, like that. Why does he like him? He's, he's your forward at the end of the day, him and Carrasco. 
And, yeah, 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 yeah. He did play like crap. I will say that, but it's like, bro, you have to, you want to win, don't you? I mean, like, you would want, you would think you would want to play these guys. I thought their best player was Griezmann. Yeah. He looked like their best, like, uh, like player trying to make things but, happen. Let's not forget like he, he hasn't played. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? Did he? Did he trigger the clause and now they got to pay Barcelona? Apparently, they're, they're in negotiations. So him not playing, it's it's a negotiation tactic. My my favorite part from the Hermoso goal, though, okay? After he scores, his name El Cholo is just, like, pointing to the brain. And he's like, it's all about the mentality. Let's let's keep this game. It's our game. It's mentality. They pan to Saul. He's doing the same shit. Every player here is just looking at each other, doing this little brain thing. Dude, it was like, what, one minute after that, he start, they start a fight for no reason? <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah. like, and then the next play after that, he gets a red card. He gets a yellow and then a red card, right? Within like two minutes of each other. Within the same play, I think one play after the other, it's it's a yellow and then a red card, which is, it's just funny. It's like, yeah. It was crazy. Yeah, mental, mental. There was, there was a, yeah, there was the coque, uh, like he goes in super hard on Rodrigo, like on the, like the right side. They were still huh. down at that point though. But I mean, like, yeah, there were so many incidents where like the, this, the, Atleti, they were just, dude, they, they, you people have like lost control, man. Yeah. Like, you people are have, like lost. They wanted it so much. And on the other hand, Madrid was just super chill. Like they were like, whatever. Like They were super chill, except... Okay, and this is where we have to talk about Vinny in the game. I don't think, I mean, he's a young player and I will, you know, give him that. But I think he went into this game a little bit too hot. I think he came into it with a yeah. little bit too much controversy. And just from a football, like, I understand, like, all of the, yeah. the buildup and everything we, we just talked about, right, at the beginning of this podcast. But, like, yeah. I feel like he, he went a little bit too hard with some of, like, the flopping, uh-huh. with some of the, not the, sh- I don't, I think the show buddy's fine. I'll say, like, I don't, like, there's one moment where people, he tried to do the, uh, like the rainbow flick over Axel Witzel. Yeah, yeah, like I don't think that's yeah. showbody. I mean, he, he was surrounded by like two or three. He was trying to get out of it. I don't, I don't think that's really showbody. But there is the flopping. I think I thought that was a little bit much. Like there was a, a few moments where like yeah. it was clearly flopping. Like uh, I, th- I thought he didn't do himself any favors there. It's kind of nuts because we look we can't say that Benny can't play under pressure because we that Champions League final last year. It's oh key. yeah! Oh yeah! It's key, but I feel like maybe this is the first game that I feel like everyone watched to see him score. Like everyone was expecting it, and I think he might have. He came in with that dude. He was already heated up from the Mallorca game because he tried to fight uh, their coach, right? Like that. That's what happened with the Mallorca game. He tried to go he did at have the coach. Like some, yeah, the coach apparently said, "Don't just go after his knees or something," and so he just went and tried to like say what, say it to my face, kind of thing, and it's like. So, yeah, he came in hot. Then, dude, it, it, as much as you want to say it doesn't affect him, the fact that all these stars are, are, are tweeting at you saying, by Lavini, that, that adds a little bit to it, you know? So, I'm, I had a feeling he wasn't going to score. Yeah, you're right, though. The flopping. There's a couple embarrassing ones, too. There's one where he completely trips. Yeah. And he's just, like, trying to get in. It's like, bro, we all saw it. Like, it's clear. You, there's no one around you. Yeah, I think he wanted it too much. He, it's like I heard some commentators talking about like he was playing to like get an Atletico player, uh, like you know, expelled, getting yeah. get another player a red card instead of like playing for the team. And this is a little bit what we talked about in the last podcast, where like 
you, I think you need some of like the more veteran, more senior players to be like, look, you gotta, you gotta stay in the game here, and yeah. and you gotta kind of leave that stuff outside of the field, right? Like, mm-hmm. and I, I think I think he's a little bit guilty of that in this game where he played a little bit too much to try to get. He tried really hard to get his goal. And, you know, we didn't even talk about that, right? Because then when Rodrigo scores his first goal, he goes to celebrate with Vinny and they do their dance, which is beautiful. Like, it was great. Yeah. Like, you'd love to see it. Um, But with Vinny, just specifically, I don't know. I feel like maybe he kind of, he went past it a little bit. Like, he went a little bit far. Again, I hope that he can kind of learn that, learn to hold, like toe that line, right? That's that's the and, thing he's got to do because like he shouldn't like inhibit his game. I don't think he yeah. shouldn't inhibit like the flair that he has, bro. Because it's so. I mean, aside from the fact that like, there's so few players in the game who play like that anymore, mm-hmm. like we got to protect these kind of players. We got to nurture them, um, and and he's got to be himself. But he does have to toe that line. There's not. That's not to say like you can't be wise about how you use some of these tools, right? Like. It's important that he like learns how to toe that line and limits of the game without going too far into like all of the drama and the provocation and the flopping and stuff. He needs to kind of like learn that still, I think. Yeah. And I, I wonder if Benzema not being in the field, like I, cause I feel point. like when Benzema's in there, he's a little bit more, more t- not tamed, but you know, he's, he's more grounded. He's more, he gets it, you know? That's a good point. Yeah. Cause Karim is probably the main guy he would listen to, right? Like mm-hmm. uh, they've had their like disagreements and, and whatnot. And you always see Karim talking to Vinny. Always, always. Karim's yeah. always in his ear and he's, he's super important to Vinny. So like, yeah, you're right. That's a good point. Like maybe not having Karim around, maybe he's maybe, you know, not losing it a little bit, but he could use Karim's guidance is yeah. the point. I'm I'm loving this this is um Stridente with Beanie, Rodrigo in the middle and then and then uh Fede. But, but, uh, but I miss I miss Benzema. I want Benzema back. Oh yeah. Yeah, how do you uh, know as great as this 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 is working, I we we need uh, Benzema back. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I I agree with you 100. I think that I'm, I'm glad that we got through these games without him, mm-hmm. and like we're able to still score and be threatening and stuff. Because that was a big like fear, right? Like we lose Benzema, and we lose all our goals, but like we haven't, you know, we've scored lots of goals without him. Yeah. But uh, with Karim Benzema, we're like that top level team. We go from being like this really, really good, really solid team. And then with Karim, we're like a top-level Champions League winning yeah. team. We can beat anybody with this guy. Yeah, because the media, like all over today, I keep seeing like similar headlines where it's like Madrid top th- like top three to it, it replaces Benzema, and it's like, dude, no, like you can't. And exactly, you need three players to replace one guy. That's the, that's the truth, and it's not gonna happen. Need Benzema back. Yeah, dude, for sure. Oh, could I say one more thing about Fede's game on on Sunday? Okay, so to me, I know it's four three three. It's to death. It's four three three, right? But it with Fede there, it feels at moments that it was like five. He was playing five three two, and then there was moments where Fede was like four four two, and then yeah. dude, Fede, insane. He. And I love it because even when Benzema is there, he still plays that game. And do you think this is his peak? Because it seems like every day is something different for him. It's getting better and better. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. He's growing a lot, especially his confidence, right? Like, yeah. Um, and you're absolutely right about about like tactically, he's a dream because he can he mm-hmm. because of all the ground he covers, he can he your team in like defense, you can turn into like a four four two with like a really like crowded midfield, but then he can get up and attack, uh, and and then you're four three three. Like this 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 guy can do everything. Yeah. Like he helps so much. And then Carvajal, he's it's like a it's like a dream for him too because he has a guy who, who he can count yeah. on. Like he's always there to support uh, Dani Carvajal in defense too. 
So yeah, this guy does everything. Yeah, this guy does everything. Uh, it, it might be. I mean, because I don't know. Like I, physically, I don't know if he's going to get any faster than this or any stronger. Yeah. I mean, he might bulk up a little bit as he gets older, right? Like he might bulk up. Yeah. Hopefully that that means he doesn't lose any of that speed because that's just the he just flies, right? That's he why is. he's called El Pajarito. Like he, he just he literally does. He just flies over the field, bro. Yeah, he, he does. has this like gliding yeah. kind of run, and he's so fast. Like um, yeah. And then and then I I I have to mention that he's the biggest troll ever. Okay, he's the biggest troll ever, and this could be a transition, because look, he he, I didn't notice it. Yeah. I didn't notice it, but then I saw uh, someone tweeted the fact that when Griezmann scores a goal, he does his little meditation thing. So crisscross yeah. applesauce with a little med- meditation yoga, shit, right? So <laughs> he scores the goal, goes to the crowd, to the Atletico crowd, and does his little meditation. And I watched the video of him, bro. He he's laughing the whole time. Like he cannot <laughs> keep a serious face. He's just laughing because he knows what he's doing. And then uh, let's uh, the the lips, le, whatever the Red Bull game. Gra- him grabbing his balls is so great. <laughs> did, wait, did you send me the story of what what happened? With yeah, that? yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. That video is just hilarious, and it's like, dude, he, it's just the troll. Like he was just making fun that guy oh yeah yeah it. yeah so let's let's set that up so the leipzig game real madrid won 2-0 the first goal comes from fede valverde he on the right cuts into his left foot and then scores and he celebrates like a wild yeah. man like this is in the second half yeah he celebrates like crazy everyone insane. is like oh he's so passionate like yeah, yeah i love it and i knew i i saw it because i saw the the first half there was he was going at it with the uh leipzig the, the, left back this guy left, yeah. uh, raum is his name yeah. Uh, Raum. And then there's one moment where Raum um, manages to kick the ball away for like a corner and he celebrates it crazy and he swings his arm uh-huh. and, and he swings it really. Yeah. yeah. He swings it super close to Feather's face and Feather just looks at him like, what are you doing, bro? <laughs> like, what, what is this? And then so that's where the celebration came from because like, at, right when Feather scores, he goes right to this guy around. You don't see it in like the TV no. shot in the first like uh, yeah. in the first angle, but like you see it after in the things. He's he's celebrating right in the face of this round guy, and he does the same thing with the balls <laughs> and with the uh, swinging his fist. Yeah, it's, it was beautiful. <laughs> yeah, dude. And I was like, yeah, I was after that guy because I was like, what is this guy doing? Like swinging his arm around? Yeah, Feather Valverde. Like what? Like Feather Valverde is not at all like a you know. You you could say that about Vinny, but he's not at all a provoker. No. He doesn't provoke anyone at all. He's a but he super doesn't forget, mild-mannered man. dude. I'm going to call him but, the crow because you know how crows like, are, are vicious for like remembering you and will follow you and <laughs> shit all over you if they have to. They'll follow. <laughs> Bro, there's some stories about crows that follow people across cities and poop on them, bro. Like, you don't want to mess with crows. I'm not joking. Look this shit up, bro. Like, that's what Fede you're, you're, is, man. You're changing him to the crow. Oh, the El Cuervo. El, El Cuervo, Cuervo, dude, for sure, man. Look, people have called him El, El Alcón. People have changed yeah. his uh, his nickname to El Alcón. People don't know about crows, man. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> El Cuervo Valverde. Yeah. We've got to suggest that one, bro. we gotta we got to tweet that one out. tweet it at him, yeah. I'll, first, I'll look for something on National Geographic that talks about crows so people know what I'm talking about. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Yeah, dude, Feather, that goal was that goal was so sweet too. The 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 first goal. 
Another another goal de surda, bro. Another left footed goal. Just like the uh was it the Yeah, yeah, the Mallorca goal. That's right. Yeah. That's right. The one he like ran the whole yeah. which I feel like I listening back to the podcast as editing, we did not talk enough about that goal, bro. That goal was amazing. The Mallorca one, like we're going way back now. Uh, yeah, the but the one, one where he takes yeah, he, he runs like what, fifty yards, uh-huh. whatever, sixty yards all across the field. Yeah. To then like come in and score with his left foot. Yeah. Um, but anyway. Like he was supposed to, he sets it up again, right for the right, and then like goes with the left. Yeah, I think the the, the pass was came in from Vinny. Vinny comes in, yeah. kind of makes the space. Oh yeah, the one it goes through his Remember? legs, right? Yeah, yeah. Sends it through his legs, which Vinny was kind of off that game too. By the way, the the lip the Leipzig game. I feel like Rodrigo. It's, it's not that Vinny was off. I just feel that Rodrigo is just so good right now, man. It's insane, and he's carrying it from last season. Last season in Champions, Rodrigo was the go-to guy, and he's proving it kind of again. You know, this season, especially with Benzema out, like he clearly just took out Hassad from a job, basically. He just dumped him, bro. He just dumped on him again. Yeah. Like, yeah, our boy Eden back to square one with this guy, dude. I just saw the 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 highlight of the game. He goes after the dude, man. He goes after the guy, Durham. Like he starts running the opposite way to celebrate and remembers <laughs> and comes running back, almost trips yes. on his way back. <laughs> 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 yeah Valverde you legend yeah the big the biggest thing that that game we dominated the crap out of the game right like it was insane I thought well we we suffered a little bit especially in the first half this guy in Cuckoo looked really dangerous at the uh, beginning they had a couple right? of yeah at the beginning they had a couple of moments fast. that's the only thing like, yes it, exactly young and fast yeah yeah I mean the, the other thing that came out from this game though was the um, was Asensio we gotta talk about Marco Asensio in this game uh, yeah yeah the, the, yeah, because this guy comes off the bench right after he had like, lest we forget his little um, pity party at the Mallorca game where he didn't get in and he has his little hissy fit. So he gets into this game, and the first thing that you see from this guy is this guy running like hell, which I which I was like, this is thank you. Obviously, Marco, I can tell, I know you're listening to Eden's cheeseburger, but he listened and he delivered because he gets in the game. The first thing he does, he runs. You know, he he gets a sprint. Like all the way back to his own box to try to defend. He did like two or three of those. I think I, I seem to remember in that Leipzig game. Yeah. And then he scores the goal. The Tony Cross free kick obviously worked on in the training ground. Yeah. Uh, free kick, Tony Cross right into, you know, just a pass right into Marco Asensio. Marco yeah. Asensio with the famous Rosca with his left foot. Uh, and then into the far post. Beautiful goal, bro. Beautiful, Beautiful goal. Those two, zero. Two, two things about that goal. One, I couldn't stop laughing at Mondi because he gets a. It was a foul, right? It wasn't a corner. It was a foul from like on the line almost. Mondi is like trying to take out the defender, and I'm just like, bro, how is this guy our player, man? Like this guy's over here, like he's a giraffe and shit. like this is like a baby giraffe coming out of his mom's, uh, you know, vagina. It's like, have you ever seen those videos? <laughs> Like birthing videos of of of, uh, of giraffes. It's like this tall ass thing. It can't even walk, and it's just like like body shaking and stuff, almost breaking their neck. Look, look, look at the highlight, bro. I'm telling you, this guy is just like stumbling his way and draws a a, a foul, which I'm like, okay, cool. You drew a foul. He, he at first tries to take the defender out. And he does this awkward spin move kick and it hits and it comes back to him. And then he flops down and somehow draws a foul. 
But anyways, that that from that play, and then I love the you know Dia Después. Yeah, with, yeah, yeah. With uh, who is now one of my favorite. I don't know. I have three, two favorite uh, players that come from bench, and and Rudiger is is definitely one of them, dude. Rudiger and Ceballos, man, they're my ultimate bench players right now. Um, Rudiger just goes straight to Asensio and says, "This is your. This is it. It's for you." Like they knew the team had like uh, collectively said, "It sucks." That you haven't played so if we have a chance and this happens to happen you're gonna get a chance to score a goal and it's like dude as soon as mundi with this giraffe birth thing happens he's like this is it this is <laughs> the the random ass scenario we practiced for we talked about this this is your moment to shine and yep asensio just nails it dude i love asensio and yeah it's classical little goal right it's his, it's his signature it's, goal yeah, bro mine is a celebration yeah yeah that's right yeah that was the other thing right with this with asensio goal is the celebration he kind of had like a apology moment i guess you could say it is right because he kind of put his hands up to the crowd yeah was very like solemn about his celebration which which i love to see again he I think he did everything right. Like yeah. he, you know, he had the goal. He ran like hell. Uh, and then in celebration, he was almost like, you know, here I am. I'm going to do my best now. And he was kind of apologizing for the hissy fit, which was good, which you like to see. The other thing I wanted to say was the, was Mundi. Uh, bro, Mundi is having a really, he's having a stinker, bro. It, it's amazing. He's, he's, God, he's like, I don't, I don't get it. Cause it's like, every, it's funny. He, of everyone who, who gets on the ball at Real Madrid, right? Like everyone on the field will get on the ball and will be comfortable on the ball. Uh-huh. Except for Mundi. Mundi, he gets on the ball and this season for some reason he looks like he doesn't know what to do. Like he looks like uh, uh like he's about to panic or he's about to do something. And yeah. what's crazy is, is like in, in season past, like he'll do something like that, but then he'll come out of it somehow. Mm-hmm. He's like that bad, like that bad player at pickup who you think is trash, and then you go to try to take the ball and he does some crazy thing and he gets away from you. Like he, that's what he reminds me of. Like he looks like that really bad player at the pickup game who, who looks like he doesn't know what he's doing. But then you go to try to get the the ball you can't get the ball off him he does he comes up with some craziness yeah. and then he, he gets away from you that's oh, what he man. looks like and yeah he didn't he didn't have a good game he's not he's not looking that great but uh man i you love the guy for what he's love done him. man like love man him. like that clearance in the in the city game in the semi-final last season yeah. uh, that saved us man like uh that alone man he's already a Real Madrid legend Fair you know my guy uh, look I, I was talking to someone this weekend uh, uh, yeah, who I was talking to. And I was like, dude, I'd much rather see Mundi and his awkwardness uh, playing than having Alaba, Nacho, and and, and, and Rudiger or Militao back there, you know? 100%, I'd rather have Mundi to this point still, I think. Because um, as much as I think Alaba does a good job, because I think in the, the Leipzig game, that's how it started, right? right? Where Alaba was yeah, in yeah. and Rudiger was in the middle. As much as that's decent and it works, I, I still want to see Mundi in there. Uh, it's, to me, that's the number one option still. But dude, come on, man. Like, at least have a little bit of class, man. Uh, I bet you you could do like a clips of, of Mundi with the little Benny Hanas. Like, you know that little song? <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 because this guy man he's too funny i love him like i said in the last podcast i think it's probably time to like bring in alaba more as like the left back and then yeah. rudiger and uh, militao uh he went back to like this normal back four because we got militao back in this game right that was the he other did. thing we didn't talk about yet but militao came back and so for uh, sorry for the atletico game yeah so um yeah i can see why but yeah i don't know Mundi, he's hit or miss bro like he he's is. like and let's he's not super forget, hit or miss, this guy. He he has a World Cup. Like he's won the World Cup. 
And he's still in the squad, which is insane. So he's still like good at his position. He's in the French yeah, oh squad. yeah, yeah. I just feel like he needs to. I don't know. He needs to shore up. Like, uh, like he just seems sometimes like he had a couple of giveaways against Atletico, where it was just kind of, uh-huh. oh, bro, what are you doing? Like he's holding on too long or trying stuff that doesn't work. Yeah. Um, and then yeah. at the same time, I don't know if there's another player like if even if um we madrid wanted to florentino wanted to find a replacement for him i just don't know who he would get to fit this team the way he yeah. does too yeah he's like now he's in like the the systems right like there's a few there's a few plays where even even Mundi with his issues right like he yeah. still knows the back line there was one moment where like especially because this back line is like our our back line that got us through all of the champions league mm-hmm. ties last season and so i'm sorry the, for the atletico game is what i'm talking about yeah. uh and like there was one play where we played the offside trap perfectly against uh, Atletico. There's one I can't remember. And it was early in the game, but like the line, if you see it on the replay when when they replayed to check if it was offside, it was it was just perfect, bro. Like the line, mm-hmm. the, the team, yeah, the, that yeah. back line is perfectly in sync. Like I'm talking Carvajal, um, Militao, Alaba, and Mel- mm-hmm. Mundi. These guys, these guys, they they got it nailed down. And so it's complicated I, I, to bring in, you know. Rudiger, or then switching all about to the left, you know, all of that, you know, introduces new variables, right? Like right now, like I understand why, like we'd want to play with this back forward because these guys, they, 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 they just they nailed, they, they got it, they got it. And and when we have goals that are mistakes, it usually comes from the middle too. It's not like I, you can't blame me. You can blame Mundi for just being awkward and and. Weird at times, but he's a solid defender still. You know? Yeah, yeah, to, yeah. To be fair, like they've, he's like his mistakes have cost us like uh, like dangerous moments, but not. I don't think we've scored a goal as a direct of like one of his his, his mistakes. So, yeah. all right, so that's kind of what's going on right now. Yeah. We, after all of that, we're now going into international break, so we'll be out for two yeah. weeks, and then we come back to October, which is gonna be wild. Yeah, three games a week. Three games a week, yeah. Sunday, Wednesday, Saturday, Tuesday, Sunday, Wednesday, Sunday, Tuesday, Sunday, all the way into the beginning of November, in which we have three games, and then we have the little thing. Oh, what's it called? Oh, yeah, the World Cup. Yeah, Yeah, it's this little thing. That little tournament. Yeah, that little tournament. Yeah. So that's going to be us signing off for the next few weeks we have the international break we'll be back in october to talk through all of everything that's happening with real madrid and all those games yeah it's going to come in fast and furious so we'll be here to cover all of it until then this has been eden cheeseburger and Madrid.